our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. MTV. You know, she's yeah. three years older than me, right. and he was it big stuff on yeah. MTV. Oh, God, you know? yes. And and as a kid who was still in his single digits, I didn't know what to make of the guy. <laughs> Honestly. Did, did did Doctor ever give you the giggles? Doctor? Yeah, there's a guy in his band. Didn't they call him the Doctor or something? Mike, yeah, do you remember? One of the two keyboard players. Yeah, and he would wear... Like a surgical mask. And scrubs. He always had scrubs on. That guy used to freak me out a little bit. My first memory is when I was like 13, I went in to buy the record, um, Dirty Mind. And he's got bikini panties on the cover. And he's just standing there in a really creepy look. And then on the back, he's laying down almost in a... I don't know, masturbatory sort of a lay down with panties on way. And and I wanted it though. I had to buy it because I had all of this stuff. So but that was a commitment. So was it was it a, a case of you were a little timid to actually go into the record store and pick it up and buy it just because of the cover, or was it you were afraid like I'm gonna take this home and my parents are gonna see it and <laughs> No, it wasn't it. that. It wasn't oh, that. Okay. It, it was just wow, I'm gonna actually put this up on the counter and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> like you were like you were buying a freaking Chippendale yes, calendar exactly. or something like that. Yes. <laughs> it's a yes. It's a great analogy. That's exactly what it felt like. Oh. 
My first uh, actual memory of Prince was my uh, my mother used to be a barber out at the airport in Minnesota, and uh, she said Prince was walking by her uh, barber shop and just turned around, dropped everything he was carrying, snapped his fingers at its uh, uh, bouncer, and uh, said, pick that up, and then kept walking. Wow. <laughs> pick it up. Just pick it up. Just pick it up. Like, like, pick up the pace? No, pick up no, the stuff that drops. Oh, they drops? Okay, okay. And it, wow, that's... Did you guys, Mike and Craig, did you guys see the movie Purple Rain? I'm sure you did. Oh my God, yes. Long time. Uh, yeah. yeah. Long time. At, uh, First Avenue when they were filming it. Really? We uh, my friends and I weren't allowed to go in to be part of it because we were too young, but uh, there's huge crowds outside the place. Oh, I'm sure. Apollonia's boobies. We're in that yes, movie. Indeed. That's why we were there. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my initial attractions to see in that movie. It wasn't Prince's underwear that I was looking to see. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good movie. Morris Day and the time are in that. That's a that's a actually kind of a cool flick. Yeah, oh, Purple it, Rain. It's a, it, in a, a B-movie type of way, it's one of the best that you can ever find. I agree. It is. It, yeah, it does have a B-movie feel to it. Yeah, but I love it. There, there is a little bit of a little bit of a hint of like it's taking itself very, very seriously. You know the purple rain oh, thing. Oh yeah, it's taking itself very seriously, and 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 there's almost a slight hint of camp that comes into it now, thirty years yeah, on. Yeah, but not then, and they certainly didn't right. intend for that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, thirty years on, it's you know it's it's kind of inevitable, I guess, that something like that. But but it's still good. It's still yeah. entertaining. You know? But you're right. It screams eighties. Yeah. And you can't escape that. That's but but I, yeah, I think it's it's aged pretty well. I, I, let's can we talk about Michael Jackson for just a second? Because one thing sticks out for me: the crotch grabbing. What started that? Why did that start? And, and people eventually just started, started <laughs> glossing it over and not really acknowledging it because it became so much a part of Michael Jackson's thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, is it to make sure it's still there or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Still, he's doing still a check. There. Yeah. He's doing a check. <laughs> Sometimes you got to check and make sure it's still there. The what? That's how he has Oh, yeah. <laughs> But he didn't do that like in the you know rock with you days. He wasn't he wasn't grabbing no, his thing no, at no. that point. First time I remember was seeing him do it was the bad video yeah, uh -huh. I think where they they made the right. noise every yeah. time he grabbed his crotch. Yeah, <laughs> it just added to the whole thing. But he eventually started doing that in every song. Yeah, you know once he reached a certain point. That uh, bad outfit had so many zippers to check on it. Oh, God, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's like, dude, keep your keys on a ring, man. You don't need a pocket for every key. <laughs> one of those videos had Wesley Snipes in it. Which one was that? I don't know. Was, was that, that Beat it? it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think was it was Beat It. Yeah. I think he was one of the gang members. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's news to me. Because yeah. every time I see Michael Jackson, that's a guy I'd take to a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, we got we got a little side. We could talk yeah, about yeah. Go back MJ in a bit. But uh, yeah. 
But Prince, like I said, I think my first exposure to him was after Purple Rain came out. It was kind of like uh, the Raspberry Beret. Around the World in a Day album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my sister used to listen to the song When Doves Cry. That's off Purple Rain. Like, uh, like yeah. religiously, she used to listen to that song. Yeah. Uh, Breakdown in Tears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiss. I, oh, yeah. I used to find that song hysterical when I was a kid because he sang the whole thing in that falsetto. Falsetto, yeah. And then especially when he said the chorus, when he said the word kiss, it just That, that little guitar riff that... <laughs> kiss! <laughs> and it just cracked me up. <laughs> What's that? I've actually won karaoke contest. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. Did you do the falsetto throughout? Yeah, I can't really hit it anymore. <laughs> no, because no, you knew we were going to ask you, right? <laughs> well, the funny thing is that... that... I'm, from, I'm from Minnesota, so anytime you go to a club, there is an actual law that says Prince must be played at least five times a night. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure there is. It's like yeah, going... Even if you're at a rock show. Going out to... To the northeast somewhere, I'm sure you hear Springsteen every 20 minutes. Oh, good God, know? yes, throughout Jersey. <clears throat> what were now, you going to say? I was going to bring up Kiss, if I'm if I'm thinking right. It's from the album um, Parade, Parade, right? Yep. Which acted as the soundtrack to Under a Cherry Moon. Which was also a movie, yeah. Yes, yeah. which was the movie. Yep. And, you know, I like Purple Rain, and that was like my first exposure to Prince. And I had a friend who was in junior high. Her mom was just gushing. All over print. So she took us to see the movie. What would you think of the movie? I saw the movie with my girlfriend back then. What would you think of it? Under a Cherry Moon was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It was... Uh, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's a, with, it's a letdown. With the movie, well, that's what I'm going to get to. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Purple Rain, you know, I, I thought I liked the music a lot. And when you're... I'm trying to think, what, what year did it come out? 85? 86. Okay, so I was about, what... 13-ish years old. Okay. So, you know, I thought it was, you know, I, I couldn't see the camp how bad this movie is yeah. when you're looking at it with 13-year-old eyes. So I did like it. But Under a Cherry Moon, I'm sorry, but that movie is friggin' awesome. I liked it, it is, because it, it was Prince. It's and it's in black and white. Freaking hilarious. I've never seen it. Oh, oh, it's, it's just, funny. oh, the death scene, spoilers, I'm sorry, but when Prince gets... Shot and oh, killed. don't spoil under a cherry moon for us. But, <laughs> but, oh, it's, it's just the most hilarious thing. I I know that this like one of what is it a Razzie or something like that. that Did it? Like, sure like the worst movie or something like that. But I mean for camp value, watching with it's all black and white. Yep. And there was a different director in Jerome from Moore's Day of the Time yeah. is in there. Um, and they started with having a different director. I can't remember the director's name, but Prince ended up. Firing him, yeah, and then started right. directing the movie himself. Oh no, yeah. that's, so, a, that's a sign of trouble right oh there. If the director gets canned it's halfway just, through, it's deliciously bad. It is movie. I, like just, I said, oh. I loved it because it was Prince, but yeah, quality yeah. wise, it's not a good movie. And I had, I and I still, and I think I've seen Sign of the Times or Sign O the Times. Whatever it is, God, I love that. A little bit, uh, I think, at the end, because that was the one that was supposed to be like the sequel to Purple Rain, right? I, I think Where so. Where he is the yeah, kid. So. Was it? No, that's Graffiti. Uh, graffiti Bridge. Graffiti Bridge, which was in 1990. Wow, but I I'm forgot trying to think of the that. one that was supposed to be like the sequel of it, and I, I've seen a little bit of it, and it's just I can't get through that. 
everything yeah. it looks yeah. like everything is on a sound stage and it's meant to look like it's on a sound stage so you're like watching this live production yeah. of a play or something like that and it's just terrible let me creep everybody out for a second there was an album that because I, I i've got every single thing he ever did there was an album called come that came out yeah. and i bought it because it was the next prince album i was like god i can't wait to listen to this it was awful, and then oh, really? I heard, yeah, and then I heard that the reason he did it was because it was a he was taking a shot at Warner Brothers, and he just put out some yeah, shit. Contractual obligation thing. Yeah, yep, exactly, and it was terrible. That that wasn't around the time that he uh, uh, became the sign. Became put put the word slave on his jeans. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. What that is. Yep, that is definitely it. I remember that. Yeah, and then he changed himself, his name to the artist. To the artist, formerly known the, as. Yeah, because first it was the whole mouthful. The artist, formerly known right. as Prince. Yeah. I remember, I think I might have been in high school at the time he did that. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, what? Really? Yeah, he. Yeah, I did too, but he was really serious about that. Do you guys remember who else did Kiss? Oh, yes. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. <laughs> Yeah, I'm YouTubing that when I get home. Doesn't get any slicker than Tom Jones, man. Kill. Forgot about that. You know you made it when Tom Jones covered you. Definite sign of making it. Yes. So, what was the whole dispute with Prince and the and the record company then, where he decided the hell with you guys? I've had enough. I'm. I'm coming out with a sucker in my hand and, right. and the word slave on my face. And here comes the album Come. Enjoy, yeah. folks. <laughs> you know what? I don't, Mike, do you know what? Uh, we're giving him as much freedom to uh, create. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay. Like a like a thing where they wanted him doing like more like three-minute single type of things. Was it? Was that what it was? Yeah, I think that's probably kind of what they wanted too. That could be it. We want you yeah. to do Purple Rain two, three, and four, and then we'll talk <laughs> about doing something creative. I don't think so, my brothers. <laughs> you know, it's also weird. He didn't give many interviews in the beginning, but towards the end of his life, there he was actually kind of he was giving interviews a lot more frequently than before. Before you never even heard his voice no. talking. No. No, I mean I would have killed a family of five to see him. I would have done anything <laughs> in the world to see him. I, I never perform at the Target Center. I sat in the KSPP box. Um, a friend of mine won tickets, and she didn't want to go, so she sent me with her kid. Oh I'm like, all right, no problem. I'll go see friends for free. Wow, she didn't want to see him. No, she didn't want to go. I don't know why. I can understand not wanting to go to like a Tom Wolfat concert, but <laughs> I don't know if I'd pass up Prince, even if I wasn't a fan. I don't know that I could pass that up. Uh, and it was, uh, he had this giant white piano and he was dressed to match the piano and it was just fantastic. What year was it? What year was it, Mike? Uh, that was about, uh, that was in 96. Oh, wow. That's oh, about awesome, years ago man. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was 20 years ago. What a cool memory. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my ex-wife, uh, uh, the person who got them signed with Sony Records, her band, uh -huh. uh, she was in a band called The Blue Up. Uh, and uh, uh, what's his name? The, the drummer was their uh, manager, the one that discovered them. Oh, okay. Uh, Bobby Z. Yeah, yeah,
second. So I, I actually got to go with the girls uh, when they recorded at Paisley Park. Sweet. Uh, Bobby V gave us a tour. Wow. Very nice. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, got to see the actual motorcycle from the Purple Rain. <laughs> was it wow. purple? It was purple. <laughs> it's the one that Apollonio was on back. Not a very big motorcycle at all. Really? <laughs> it's like a little clown bike. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really looks like, uh, you see it, you go, you know, you're thinking, Prince is just astride that motorcycle in the movie. He's, he's, bringing, he's bringing women with him on it, and then you go and see it, and you go, and you go I, I, I couldn't fit my butt on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. You know, there were a lot of spinoffs from Prince, too. And, and Actually, well, let's get to that first. Um, Vanity. Oh, isn't she dead? Did she die? Uh, I don't know. I know she got all religious. I know. Yeah. She like yeah, turned she into. Religion. I remember that, but Apollonia, I believe, is the one that died, isn't it? Oh, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, because they did that that nasty girl song. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Apollonia died. Either Apollonia or Vanity. Either one of the two died. Like in the last As I know, two or three years, I think. Vanity did like the uh, the born-again Christian thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, God, you know what's weird is if you listen to Prince albums, a lot of his songs are extremely religious, and then they're extremely sexual. Yeah. It's like he couldn't make up his mind <laughs> where like, he wanted to go. It's like, it's like you can't mix those things up. You end up with... And he was a member of their church. Who's? Uh, my cousin... Uh, Jehovah's Witness down in Prior Lake, and Prince was a member of their church. Yeah, he was uh, a Jehovah's so, Witness. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Um, community Hall or whatever? Okay. Oh, yeah. See, mixing, mixing religion with sex is a really bad idea. That's how, that's how lawsuits happen, usually. <laughs> yes, it is, actually. <laughs> Not... Uh, when they were talking about uh, Prince's performance, I never saw him perform live or anything, but uh, I was telling you guys about this before the show started up today, because I'm a big Rolling Stones fan, and I've read a couple of books on him. Well, Mick, Mick Jagger in 81, they were going on this big tour, and he they were looking for opening acts for the Stones. And Mick Jagger saw Prince, and he thought, oh, man, this dude... This dude's killer. He's terrific. He's like he's like the future. Well, he opens up for him one night. I don't know what city it was in, but Prince comes out there, and this is '81. This is before he started wearing all the purple and everything. Before he blew up, yeah. He comes out. He's he's in like black bikini brief <laughs> underwear, no shirt, and he's got freaking black high heels on. That is great. <laughs> He's dancing around, singing. They're watching him on the monitor in the back, and Charlie Watts, the Stones drummer, goes, yells out. He's like, cool! He's in his bloody underwear out there. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of people are throwing empty empty beer containers at oh, him. Oh, I'm sure. They, yelling, the Stones had a rough crowd back then, man. Yelling a bunch of homophobic <laughs> slurs at him and everything. It was a lot of bikers. Loved the yeah. Stones. Yeah, yeah. That would have been like seeing Jimi Hendrix opening for the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. The two just don't go together at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the monkey's audience full of teenage girls. They're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Prince also wrote a lot of songs that I don't think people realize he wrote. Oh, uh, yeah. Manic Monday by the Bangles. Yeah. 
That's because he was trying to get Susanna Hoffs in the sand. The big song by Sinead O'Connor. What, what did he write for Kojak? Nothing, What's that nothing compares to you. Nothing compares to you. The teardrop song. Yep. yep. Yeah. And then he actually wrote one for Bonnie Raitt. It was a huge hit, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Bonnie. You know that, Mike? I can't remember the name of that song, but he is right. It was for Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, um, and she made a huge hit out of it. You can make me do 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 Yeah, fuck, I can't what, the name of it. What the hell was that? Oh, I, I can't make you love me. I can't make you love me. I didn't know he wrote that. That's it, yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. I had no clue he wrote that. You got a tour through Paisley Park Studios? Yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to go upstairs where he had uh, a suite. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, well, no telling yeah, what was going on up there. They actually, they actually have a massive uh, movie studio space. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's where they had built the insides of the houses for grumpy old men. Really? Oh, my God. What? Yeah, so uh, originally they were side by side in this big room, uh, two-story houses with the fronts taken off. Now I'm picturing Burgess, Meredith, and Prince hanging out. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Walter, Walter, Matt. I love you, kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, good. And he had the set pieces from every single concert he had ever done. Wow, still there. That's awesome. The man was a hoarder. He was a hoarder. Do Do you guys remember? It was like. 89, I want to say, 89 or 90, where Prince showed up at something. I don't remember if it was some award show. Sergeant Pepper outfit? The, 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 butt, the buttless outfit. Oh, oh my God, that's right. Because In Living Color did a sketch on that. It was one of those cheesy, it started off as this cheesy jeans commercial, yeah. and Prince was talking to these other two dudes, and then he starts... And then he starts, it was Jamie Foxx who was playing Prince. Yeah. And, and then he turns around and he's got the ass cut out of his oh blue jeans. <laughs> it's, it's, it was funny as hell. It was him, it was him and Tommy Davidson and uh, David Allen Greer doing a jeans commercial. It was funny That's as hell. That's hilarious. I've never seen that. Butt out jeans. But you're right, he, Prince. he wore. Because <laughs> they kept telling him, they're exchanging oh, stories about women, right? Yeah. And and he starts butting in with these weird stories about vanity and everything. Oh, I know what you mean. He's like, one time I poured chocolate sauce all over Miss <laughs> Sheila E. And they both turn to him. They're like, butt out, man. And then it, and then it turns out he's wearing. At that. the end, their his jeans are called butt out, out jeans. jeans. Yeah, that's great. It was I've it was a funny that. sketch. Jamie Foxx actually does an amazing uh, impersonation. He did it on Oprah once of Prince. I mean, it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's really dead on. Because he did the little he did the little noises in that commercial that put like the like that kind of thing. <laughs> that that kind of stuff. He did that. It was funny. Prince was unique. Nobody liked him. Yeah. It 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 shocked me that he died from fentanyl from, from yeah. just from any drug. Yeah. Right, he just never like he's. You know, like we said, he was like religious. He was a Jehovah's Witness there for a while, and and I had heard from somewhere that he did have some, you know, at some point issues with drugs. But then he had gotten like 
found religion yeah. not clean. Yeah. It was like totally against, you know, all that kind of thing. So it was really when when everybody's oh, he's probably overdosed on drugs because he was he was having problems a week prior to his mm. death. Yeah, passed I heard out, that. Rushed to the hospital. I'm like, nah, nah. Prince, he's he's not, you know, he's not a druggie. That's, a, that's what I thought when he yeah, died, too. I was yeah. like, there's no way. No way. It's not. It's got to be he's something totally, he's bacterial or something. He's, yeah. He's getting he's getting up there in age. He's probably just tired. You know, he's right. got exhaustion or something like that. Some touring you know, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. So that, that was... Uh, I've got one other one for you. Um, back in the day, I used to uh, work for the city guard at the uh, Renaissance Festival. Uh, during Middle East Fest, we had... Uh, the youngest ever belly dancer in the United States. Uh, her name was Makai, ah. who six years later ended up marrying Prince. So wow! Your <laughs> belly dancing. Little did I know that at some point that was going to be Prince's wife. Yeah. Wow! Youngest world's youngest belly dancer. Yes. How old was she? She was twelve. Oh, that's messed oh, okay. up. Okay. So Prince wasn't messing around pulling a Jerry Lee Lewis then, was he? No. Okay. I don't believe so. We never saw him at the Renaissance yeah. Festival, at least. Yeah. And that, that brings up a point. It's just, it's funny. I, I moved to the Twin Cities in 1992, I want to say. And it's, it's once you're in there and you're living there, it seemed, it seemed to me anyway, you know, like six degrees of separation. It seems everybody that you know in the Twin Cities has some sort of connection connection whatever to prince <laughs> and it's 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 you know it's the weirdest thing <clears throat> somebody knows him right somebody's yeah, somebody cousin you know who yeah. knows was on retainer for prince to play so, it's a, definitely a better connection than what i've got lee harvey also went to my high school <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite the same thing there wow yeah i got a connection to john denver and lee harvey oswald <laughs> wow! Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd actually, Prince. I'd actually brag more about John Denver. <laughs> Lee Harvey. You know, you know. I mentioned the the Sergeant Pepper outfit. That's actually Michael Jackson that wore that. Now that I think about it, and did he bring a monkey to an award show? Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Okay. And, and no then surprise. And then there was that period of time he was hanging around with Webster. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh God! Yes. Lewis. Yes. <laughs> I do remember him taking Brooke Shields to the Grammys one. Oh, year. I remember that too. I remember yeah. that. Cause because Eddie Murphy talked about it in Raw after it happened. It's like he's everybody trusts Mike. It's like Mike took Mike took Brooke Shields to the Grammys. Nobody uh, white said shit. Nope. Like, <laughs> no. If no. I'd have taken Brooke Shields to the Grammys, y'all would have lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> So true, but you're right. No one made a fuss out of it. No, no. Did you know he wasn't going to go and do anything with Brooke Shields? <laughs> just no way. <laughs> yeah, because Mike was Mike, and and, and Brooke was just Miss Right. You know, Miss, yes. Little Miss, little Miss Perfect. You know. But, but there was a while he was bringing something different every goddamn time he went to an award show. It was the monkey, or it was <laughs> Lewis, or it was Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was hanging around. Corey Feldman, too. Jackson's version of a dirty movie was Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. In Living Color. In Living Color did that, too. Yeah, Michael, Mike, where Michael Jackson was trying to get in Macaulay Culkin's house. And Macaulay Culkin was setting all these traps for him. Yeah, they did oh that, too. Oh, my God. Yep. That's great. Yep. Oh, well, I missed that show. 
<laughs> yeah. We could uh, we could uh, get into Mike a little bit. Yeah, let's get into Mike. I mean, I don't want to really get into Mike, but let's get into Mike. Well, there was... Where well, do you start? Way back. So start at the Jackson 5. Jackson 5. You know, there's a lot of people saying that, you know, their their father was a little rough on them. Joe was Joe. pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah. So, I th- and I, actually, I, I think from everything I've ever read or seen, I think Joe made him crazy. I, I think Mike started out crazy. Yeah. It because of his dad. It's very possible. But, man, if you look at some of those clips of Michael Jackson singing when he's like 11 or 10, his voice and his vibrato, natural stuff, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Oh, he's out there with that big grin on his face, yeah. dancing yeah. around. Just dancing. so freakishly gifted. Hey, what's up? You know, yeah. Dancing around and everything. It's a, yeah, it's terrific. It really is. His brothers were yeah. just... And by 11, he was already helping write the music for the, for the band. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's just insane. <laughs> yeah, he was freakishly gifted. There's no question about it. And and I love a couple of those early Jackson 5 hits, too. Oh, I do, like, too. I, I think my favorite is ABC. I even like Rock and Robin. It makes me feel crazy when I hear it. <laughs> but I like that, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think my favorite is that one he did about a rat. Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah, the love song made to a rat. Yeah. Ben. Because that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like child psychologists sit there thinking, well, there's nothing unusual about that. <laughs> you know, the kid doesn't have any real friends or a life outside of show business. And, and if he's you, writing love songs to a to rat. A rat. <laughs> and if you think about it, him buying bones later on in life kind of all makes sense. <laughs> The elephant, <laughs> the elephant man. <laughs> Gotta get those bones, man. <laughs> well, like the Jackson Five, I think a lot of people forget about it, but they were they continued making music together all the way up. They were still together up until he split for Off the Wall, yeah. wasn't it? In the yes. in the late seventies, because they were like um, Mike was a teenager yet when yeah. they, you know they all had the big fro oh, yeah. and the and the platform shoes and everything. Well, and then there was the tour. Mike, yeah, what was that yeah. tour called, Mike? That when they all came back together, what was that huge tour with uh, where Michael got? He had already had. Yeah, where he like reunited with his brothers. That was after Thriller. Yes, because a, a a friend of mine in junior high, his older brother had a Pepsi can. Yeah, that had the the like tour dates of the Jackson Five and everything. The can was like from '83, I believe. Okay, I would say this tour was probably '85 ish. Okay. Back when Michael Jackson set his hair on fire. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because Michael was huge at the time. Yeah. And then he was going on a tour with his brothers. His brothers were all remember us, right? (laughs) Somebody please remember me. I'm Tito. But I know Mike was doing a lot of solo stuff. There. That was uh, God. That, uh, so that happened around '83. The tour. Yeah. Tour with his brothers, I think, was more like '85-ish. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember there was a Pepsi can that we were looking at. It was empty. Yeah. You know, it was it was like in some drawer, and we were like going through his his brother's old old dresser that was up in this room. <laughs> hey, look at that. Found tobacco and stuff in there, you know. But uh, yeah, there was that. And then um, 
Then he started doing the solo thing. And which, which is to me was just so much better than the Jackson Five. Well, off the wall, like had like kind of like uh, disco-y stuff to it, you know? Yeah, more R and B. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one can ever deny Thriller. That is one of the best albums of all. I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. See, Craig thinks it's overproduced. I, I honestly, other than the song Thriller, I've not heard it. I couldn't tell you what, what song. Heard it? No, I was I. I despised I mean, Michael Jackson. Oh. I was not a fan of Michael Jackson at all. <laughs> really? Really. I could not. If these videos came on MTV, turn it. It's Even like, Beat It and Billie Jean and stuff? No. Wow. I did See, not like it. I never had a... Have you at least seen the Thriller video? Well, I've seen it. Well, yeah. Of course, I've seen the Thriller video. But, I mean, as far as what's on what album and where that was from, and I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you earlier. Right. Here it was the victory tour, by the way. Just throwing that in there. Uh, yeah. Here, no, uh, really, back in the eighties, I was in the punk. So, um, oh, okay. Uh, Not quite Michael Jackson. No, beat yeah. it probably wasn't up your alley then. No, no, <laughs> it, it broke my heart more when Lenny Kilmister died than uh, Michael Jackson. Oh uh, well, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, rock, but um, off the wall is amazing that's still one of my favorite albums by anyone ever working day and night and stuff like that those are great songs man working day and night's got a cool right. groove to it and yeah. uh um that's the one with she's out of my life and yes. that, one, that one where he sounds like she's he's about to start balling through the whole thing yeah <laughs> oh it's so so dramatic that was another one where uh which one's the one with mccartney Oh, that was on Thriller. Girl oh, that song, that song sucks. That song sucks. That was on Thriller. That was on Thriller. Yeah, yeah. That's awful. Um, Not Ebony and Ivory. That's Stevie Wonder. Yeah, and that song I love. That yeah. song sucks, too. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, but there's nothing funnier than when uh, uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, Joe Piscopo played. Oh, Eddie yeah. Murphy. Yeah. 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 I agree with Stevie Wonder. You're blind as a bat in a And yeah. I have sight. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> side by side, you are my amigo Negro. That's not funny. <laughs> that's awesome. That oh my god, stuff. that was great. Oh yeah, Joe Piscopo. Say, say, say. Yeah, yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. That song I liked. You didn't like that, did you? I, just kind of there. It wasn't annoying like yeah. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> hey, but they're living together in perfect harmony. Come on, Paul McCartney, another one of my least favorite musicians. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's like you grew that. up hating Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. I did. Yep, yep. And wow. The boys give me crap about it because. How do what? Uh, how could you do that? Even during my uh, heavy duty punk phase, I still was a, a major Beatles head. You know, did you come around on it eventually? No, I think I've, it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's gotten a hell of a lot worse. I cannot stand to listen to Paul McCartney anything. There, I think there is one song I can tolerate, but the rest. But of But otherwise, it, you cringe when you McCartney, kind of like turning. Kramer when he hears Mary Well, <laughs> well. Paul Paul's solo stuff is is a bit on the goofy side. It's a little too much. Ooh, isn't this fun? Oh, we have I love it all. I love it all. The wings you know, either. I can't. The, the wings. 
Silly Love Songs doesn't do it for you? No, 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 no. What about Band on the Run? Ah. Band on the Run I like. No, it's cool yes. too. Better than the Plastic Ono Band. Um, holy Christ, what were they doing? I think the only song by him that I can listen to and it's like, okay, is Baby I'm Amazed. And I was just going to I was just going to mention that song. That's a terrific song. One. Baby I'm Amazed is a great song. That's that's Yeah, Live and Let Die. You never like Live and Let Die. Never like Live and Let Die. Oh, that's right. They did read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they did it. Didn't care for that song much then either. I, that song just didn't do anything for me, <laughs> huh? To be honest with you, but but maybe I'm amazed as on one of those uh, handful of uh, uh, slow numbers that don't make you want to puke. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, I love the slow, sappy stuff. What about coming up? That do anything for you? Coming up like a flower. That was so Paul, man. <laughs> That was so Paul. Yeah, that's the essence of McCartney. It right really there. is. Coming up like a flower. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, MJ, we were talking about Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Um, thriller, uh, when Andrea said she hasn't heard hardly any of it, yeah. there was a chance I might not have either had it not been for my sister. Really? She got it on vinyl mm -hmm. for her birthday in 1983. Nice. I believe it was. She got on, and she wore the grooves off. That oh, thing. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of people did back then, yeah. And when I was in first grade, a friend of mine, I remember, beat it. Everybody was beat it. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> friend of mine brought this this uh, little boom box to school, and he had a cassette that had the song Beat It. And I kid you not, he was leading a line at recess of kids he he had the radio on his shoulder and they were all like like moonwalking and and strutting around in a big line it's like a michael jackson gang while he was while he was blasting beat it out of this radio like the entire recess it was just beat it over and over and over again i would think the kid would get pummeled at some point no it was bad dude enough with the goddamn yeah. beat it somebody tackles him well, they were moving around the whole time. They yeah. weren't stationary, so they weren't they, they weren't giving people enough time to get tired of it. And also in first grade, this this high school girl by the name of Jamie. I've told you about this. Okay. This was after the commercial where he got burnt. Pepsi. Okay, we're on this trip. We're gonna go to this field trip for the zoo, and Jamie's with us, helping us get all of our sack lunches together and everything. And I come into the room. She is leading, this is a high schooler, leading a group of first graders in this chant. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Michael Jackson oh is a fag. Oh, my goodness. Pe <laughs> Pepsi-Cola oh burned him up, so now he's drinking seven. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, Michael Jackson is a fag. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a high schooler leading a bunch of six and seven year olds in this chant. And at now school. he's drinking Seven Up. Well, I bet they thought that was a great little rhyme. Mm -hmm. So clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Was it uh, Alfonso Ribeiro who was in that co that that commercial with him back then? Because the he's moonwalking yeah. and he backs into Michael. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I remember that. Way before the Car Carlton yeah, dance. Yeah. Well, he actually. Um, Alfonso had one of those uh, 
Alfonso, that name. He doesn't look like an Alfonso. Back when he was on Silver Spoons, remember? He yeah. had a he had a video, a breakdancing video. A how-to breakdancing thing that he was advertising. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember that. It was it was one of those things with the blue screen at the end, you know, call 800, blah, 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 blah. Really? Like, you get all this. There was like there was like a glove or something, gloves that came with it and everything. <laughs> it was like an instructional video on, how, on, some gloves. on how to break dance, on how to spin, how to do the worm, how to <laughs> yeah. do a bunch of, yeah, yeah. That screams SNL skit, man. Yeah, because it was real. real. Pointing at the... I had a guy at my school uh, come up with a, uh, somewhat of a uh, psychology test uh, he started the rumor that Alfonso Rivero broke his neck breakdancing. <laughs> spreading around the school and see how many people believed it, and some that actually saw it on the news. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> no, I saw it on the It happened, man. <laughs> it was on the news. You can't dispute the news. Oh, that's I funny. It. it happened. <laughs> what? Silver Spoons, Jesus. That's one of those shows I just try to block out that it ever happened. I love that show. Ricky Schroeder. Oh, really? God. Okay. I loved that. Aaron Gray was on it, too. So Andy doesn't like McCartney or Michael Jackson, <laughs> but loves Silver oh, Spoons. Oh, I loved that show. Yes. He, here so we are. broken when it was canceled. Face to face, a couple of Silver Spoons. Yeah. <laughs> what was her name? What was the chick? She was kind of hot, the mom. Erin Gray. That's who it was. Yeah, yep. she was on Battlestar, or uh, not Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, uh, Buck Rogers. She was on Buck Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beedy, 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 the yeah. stupid robot. Yeah. <laughs> right. She was on that show. Yeah, Erin Gray was. <laughs> I'll bet that's aged well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the robot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was voiced by uh, Blanc, the Looney Tunes guy. Really? Mel Blanc did that? Yeah. Because listen to him, listen, go to footage of him and listen to him talk. He sounds like Yosemite Sam. Really? Yeah. Wow. The voice. Never knew that. Um, I always hated Ricky Sherman. That's why I couldn't get into that. I just hated that kid. I wanted him dead so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, I didn't like him since the champ. Since what? The champ? <laughs> oh my God, with John Voight. <laughs> the champ. <laughs> I bet you that's a movie that's aged well. Who wouldn't want to? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to line up to see a movie with John Voight and Ricky fucking Schroeder? <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> I remember that movie. Oh my god! Well, I um back to MJ. Yeah, it's like the third time I've said that. We get sidetracked so easily. I know. Yeah. Well, Thriller. Okay, Thriller. He was the man. He was everywhere. Yep. The Motown special. Oh, the where he first walked. walked. Yeah. Okay. Then he was dormant for a few years. Uh-huh. And then things started getting like a little weird around the time like Bad came out. Personal life, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because you had the monkey. You had the oxygen chamber. Uh-huh. The white. Was, after was it? Because that was about the time he bought the, the elephant man's bones. It was like in 87. Trying to. He tried to? He tried to. He wasn't able to. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> These aren't for sale, man. Because I, <laughs> I remember a, a Mad Magazine that I bought around that time had a parody of him called Sad. And it was written to bad. And it was all about how weird Michael Jackson's gotten. Well, the skin thing was going on there, too. The, the skin thing? And it turned out yeah. he really did have a disease. But 
you had the skin pigmentation oh, thing going yeah. on with the monkey and then the yeah. bones and there was and people people talking surgery. about his face yeah. not looking right anymore his yeah nose his nose eroding away and, and eventually his nose became sort of a what Michael Jackson's nose fell off. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do, too. It was like a, uh, you could take it on and, and or take it off, sort of a party favor thing, his nose turned yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. For a while, he was kind of looking like Voldemort. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> you're right, because the nose was just gone. It was just a couple of nostrils. Yeah. Yeah, bad... Uh, bad. I think some people looked at that as a little bit of a letdown. I think a little bit of a letdown. Well, because it's hard to come back after Thriller. It's yeah. so hard to come back with something. There's some decent songs on there. Yeah. Though. See, to me, I I just I don't know. I thought they were kind of equal. Really? Uh, to me, bad. The song never matched up to uh, I'm Fat. <laughs> I would agree with you. Weird, Weird Al. Weird Al, yeah. yeah. He, he definitely so trumped thinking, yes, MJ with that one. Yes, eat it and... Um, I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the video for fat, too. Oh, God, I, I love that video. They man. did everything that Michael Jackson and that group did in the video, yep. and, they, and they parodied everything. Yep. Every move they it made. It was really well video. done. Yeah. yeah. I've got two nine-year-old girls that ask to watch that video. <laughs> <laughs> I used to show it to my kids, too, yeah. Remember? That's funny stuff, man. Remember the intro in black and white where they're giving Weird Al shit at the beginning? The big the big dudes are giving Weird Al shit? Uh, what are you, on a diet, man? Huh? It's like, that what they teach you in that little sister <laughs> That's right, they're and, and, and Weird Al's like, back off me, man. Back <laughs> off. And one guy holds a ding dong up and he's like, hey man, yo. He's like, ding dong, man. He's like, ding dong, yo. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. The, the bad out the bad song, the song bad to me sucked. Uh, but everything else on that album I kind oh, of Oh, it's like, ludicrous. <laughs> the it song is. is so it's like 120 pounds of Michael Jackson out there telling you he's gonna kick his he's gonna kick, kick your, kick your ass. ass. Right. Yeah. It's Michael Jackson the badass. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's <laughs> Remember my dad, my dad even grabbing scoffing. What's that? What's that, Mike? As he's grabbing his crotch. Yeah. I had heard actually that uh, Michael Jackson had wanted Prince to do bad with him. And Prince just said no. Like a, just, a, a, just a resounding no because of the, he, he was, I think he told Oprah, he was like, once I heard the first lyrics of that song, your butt is mine. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not doing it. Your butt is mine. <laughs> it's just almost too much. Yeah, I know. Your butt is mine. That's great stuff. I forgot about that. It is. Mike, yeah, the bad thing was just so ludicrous. Because I remember even my dad, when we had MTV on, looking at that and going, Michael Jackson is a 110-pound little twink. He's like, he's not kicking anybody's ass. No, he's not going to a rumble. <laughs> Uh, and even in Beat It, uh, uh, when you watch the, the video for that, and you see the two guys, how they're going to fight. <laughs> wrapping a towel around each other's hands and each holding a switchblade. And they, they look like... They look like they're like like dancing some kind of weird dance with each other, some sort of like West salsa Side Story dance thing. Or yeah, yeah. Just yeah. off of the set from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Well, because 
one of the two dudes who was in the knife fight was tied up was the choreographer. He was actually the choreographer of the oh, video. Really? The dance choreographer. I saw it on pop-up video years ago, yes. Yeah. Uh, video. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Pop-up video. Well, <laughs> then with MJ, unfortunately, we also have to talk about... Uh, Latoya? The... St- <laughs> Can we spend an hour? Can we please spend an hour on Latoya? I remember when she posed in Playboy. Yeah. yeah. Uh the children. Oh. Yeah, that you, it's kind of hard to bring up Michael without that coming up. And the Jesus juice. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> he settled really out of court. Too. On the first one, didn't yeah, he? I think yes. there was a couple of them. I think most. Yeah, of I was gonna say there were multiple ones that he settled, they settled out, out of court. And and I get torn about thinking about it one way or the other right. because in some instances it looks bad. It look it does look bad, but at the same time you go back and you think he's an easy target. At the same time, extremely, he's hanging out yeah. with Webster and Macaulay. Culkin. <laughs> when he takes him to court, he's either got the proof that. You know, either pay them off or prove that he's actually gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because he, he just seems like he would be an easy target for some crazy person. Trying to extort money? Who wants money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're inviting children over into your bedroom to have, you know, slumber parties. Yeah. Yeah, and, and these odds don't look good in your favor. No, nope, no, nope. that's weird. Behavior. When you're having sleepovers with little kids, yeah, that are not in your family, it's yeah. it's inappropriate. Even if you're doing, even if you're not laying a finger on them, right. it's still inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. Jesus and juice. If you blow all the money that you've made building something called Neverland. Right. Hmm. Yeah, even Neverland's a little creepy. Yeah. The, the playground, the park out in his house and everything, yeah. Right. Buying a giraffe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Do, I mean, do you believe it? Do you not believe it? I have no idea. With Cosby, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know about MJ. I'm just not sure. I know. That's, what, that's why I say I've gone back and forth about that so many times in the past 20-some years, you know. I... I just don't know what to make of it all. I used to think, well, maybe Corey Feldman is a train wreck because of Michael Jackson. And then I'm like, no, he was a train wreck way before. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was a train wreck when he was born. He to be a train wreck. Yes. I mean, he's yeah. like a lifelong train wreck. Yes, he is. He went on something Feldman did, some like 2020 show or something, was talking about how Michael Jackson was showing him porn magazines when he was a kid. Right? Yeah, look at this. This is Hustler. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a copy of Judd's magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's what he said. He said the guy, and he said he never touched me inappropriately or anything like that. But he said if that was my kid, oh god! And some dude was doing this for fucking decapitated. I yeah. want to kill him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just strange. Even though he came out in his underwear on stage, was never really creepy about it. No, it was just Prince being a showman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally agree. But there was a long period of time where people were just 
cringe when they would see Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because once those rumors started, man, they didn't stop. Yeah. It was one person after another, and then he wasn't, yeah. yeah. And then there was a raid. They raided Neverland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just sounds funny. Did they do a song? What song was that? Oh, I don't know, but they were in like a zero gravity when they yeah. were video. That video That's was right. weird. Yeah. That video was weird. Yeah. They looked too much like each other in yeah, that video. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine was... Janet and the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there was rumors of that too. Yeah, there were so many crazy rumors it. surrounding him. There was always something new. Well, LaToya looked like him. Yeah. LaToya looked like and him. And she's time. as batshit crazy as anyone that's ever oh, lived. Oh, LaToya's nuts. Yeah, yeah. she is bananas. Yeah. Well, did you did you want to get to David Bowie yeah, so yet, too? Yeah, I think we should probably... Yeah, we should probably David Bowie. Yeah. Like going on Jackson tangents. Bowie and another great artist who I, I suppose hmm. hit his biggest commercial success in the 1990s, excuse me, 1980s. Um, yeah. Although a lot of people, <coughs> I don't know, would argue <coughs> that his better work was done prior to that. Oh, then, 70s then, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I loved his 80s stuff. Yeah. And so, and there was another, I guess, um, conflict with his record label at the time in the seventies. Why he was, why he was being so weird, from what I've heard, yeah. you know, that he was he was trying to be inventive and just trying to be trying to get out of a record contract or something like oh, that. Okay. So he was trying to be as weird as he possibly could to try to get out to get of out it, of the and contract. then it was. It was in the 80s then when that contract you know, was over and then he was oh. man with new stuff that he actually liked. Right. You know, China Girl was awesome. Yeah. Love China Girl. That, that What's that? The whole Let's Dance album. Yes. 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 Huge. Agreed. That was great, great stuff, man. Come here. Nothing more menacing than a dog losing his voice. <laughs> Damn. Even uh, uh, what was the one he did with Mick Jagger? Dancing in the streets. <laughs> Video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that video is hysterical. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, and well, I would. They're I would both say, so flamboyant. Yeah, I know. Let's dance was like a, a huge, huge thing in the eighties. But I know that I had was exposed to Bowie a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. With um, I don't know if if you had cable in the nineties. Uh, USA Channel had their Friday and Saturday night. Late night shows, night lives, yeah, and, yeah. and all of that, and they would they would do featured, and that would be the first time mm-hmm. I saw David Bowie. And the first thing that really was memorable of him, the first impression was "Ashes to Ashes." I don't know when that that song was okay. released, is, yeah. but "Ashes to I Ashes" think. was nineteen eighty seven. Was it was somewhere yeah. right around the, the beginning or the end of? One day, the next. Okay. Max, seriously, stop. So, but. Let, he's got opinion too. Yeah, he's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's been quiet this whole time, but Bowie, Bowie apparently makes him want to say Bowie something. Bowie rocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's dance, actually. That's Stevie Ray Vaughan playing guitar. Right, yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, I've got a cousin who, uh, well, he, my mother's cousin. You call that a great cousin? I don't know, but um, <laughs> he uh, was really into slightly off 
Wall Music, and when I was 10, he gave me uh, Ziggy Stardust, a copy of it. I love that so disc. I, I started listening to Bowie uh, really young. Just adore the guy's music. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust, that was great stuff. See, that's my that's my favorite there is the Ziggy Stardust <laughs> album. See, I like the 80s Bowie. I, I like his stuff in the 80s. And I, I did, too. And I, my, my older son... Dakota, he's he's 22 now, and he'll just vehemently just. Uh, it's just really? It just sucks, and I'm like, but you don't understand. That's what my son's like. Can't stand it. Really? When my son heard change, oh, he went bananas. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh my god, he was like, that's the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, you just you don't get it. You don't understand what it was to be in the 80s, and then to have this, you know, it's easy for you to look back. And say, oh no, this is much better, much more artistic. Right. Yeah. It's like you don't understand, you don't know. So don't sit there See, and my daughter loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, come here. Come. Yeah, it would. And these children that you spit on if they try to change their world are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. I had that on a jacket. Really? Oh, that really? was actually also the movie Bre The Breakfast Club. Yeah. The very first, yeah. the, the title before the movie started, it had this this title card with David, that exact part of the lyrics on there. And the, the I don't remember that. Stuff. Let's talk about his penis. You guys want to talk about his unit? Because I thought in Labyrinth, in Labyrinth, right. that was the most traumatizing thing I'd ever seen. And it still traumatizes me. Really? God, he's wearing like the tightest pants on the planet. Oh, I see, I see. I was like, what the? I think hell it's, his dick it's just it's traumatized my daughter. I mean, it's it's oh. so creepy, and it's a children's movie. Like you can tell, you can see his religion. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly, I, I didn't. It wasn't until not too long ago when I was watching like a, a, a somebody was talking about it on YouTube or something like that that. That you saw Labyrinth? No, I've seen oh, Labyrinth. Oh, okay, I, did, okay. I didn't notice that. And that to me, when I was a child and watching that movie. You didn't notice it I then? didn't notice it. Oh, I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, God, easy, easy. <laughs> Cover it up, please. I can't say I paid attention to that when I was watching it for the first time. Really? Uh, I know that when I, I, I've shown that movie to my girls. Yeah. And uh, they just couldn't handle that parting swamp. I'm pretty sure that uh, you know Bowie's name is uh, David Jones, correct? Yes. Yeah, and he yeah. changed his name because, because of, of the spare from the monkeys. Because of the monkey, mm -hmm. yeah, because. <laughs> He didn't want people getting his name mixed up with Davy Jones. I wouldn't want to be connected to one of the monkeys. <laughs> I don't know, man. Mickey Dolans yeah. was pretty cool. Dolans? Yeah. Nesmith? Oh, Mickey Dolans is creepy. <laughs> 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 I met him at a party, and uh, he was hitting on um, one of my friends uh, who's younger than I am. And uh, it was kind of creepy. Oh, for wow. real? Mickey Dolan, as he's aged, his face has shrunk. Yeah. Really? I've noticed that. Yeah, everything's moved inward yeah. a little bit. Like his head's yeah. gotten bigger. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the head has expanded, but the features stayed there. You're yeah. right. You're right. I never thought about that. Huh. I don't think I've seen a recent photo or anything of him. Bowie. Um, You've got to look it up. I mean, he, he looks like the monster on uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> 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 Big Trouble, Little China. Oh my God, was that a Kurt Russell movie? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, yeah. it was right up there with his Snake Plissken role. <laughs> <laughs> um, Overboard, another Kurt Russell classic. Goldie that, Hawn. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that co-stars oh, yeah. Goldie oh, Hawn's butt. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. But what, the rest of her didn't show up. <laughs> it's like uh, most, most guys remember her, remember her butt first and oh, foremost yeah. in that movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> passed it down to her daughter. Beautiful thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, but yeah, Bowie. Uh, I my favorite my favorite thing is the is probably the Ziggy Stardust album. And like the yeah, it's hard to beat that man. The, the Ziggy the Ziggy Stardust the uh, the weird uh, on stage stuff. You ever see the concerts where they've got like the red lighting mm -hmm. on the stage and everything? I was like, that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I bet it was you know being loaded at that concert probably pretty dang cool. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't for David Bowie and Ziggy Stardust, we never would have had hair bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. possible, yeah. Quite yeah. possible, you're right. And who would ever think he would spawn off poison? <laughs> glam. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's an offshoot of glam rock, yeah. Him and Mark Bolin and T Rex and all those guys. Then he The New York Dolls. The New York Dolls, yeah. And then he, what, imagine how jarring it must have been in the mid-70s for all of a sudden for Bowie just to up and go, you know what, that, I'm not Ziggy Stardust anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm the coked up thin white duke. Right. And I'm going to be doing soul music now. Right, right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, he reinvented himself several times. Yeah. It was like a, the, the Spiders from Mars couldn't let that go either because they, I, as the band, they continued to like tour and, and try to put out oh, music. Really? Even after he, yeah, yeah. After, after Bowie was done with it, they still tried to be a band. and Which is just weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, we, don't like, even, we don't need that Bowie guy. Be like, <laughs> it'd be like, like that that Richard Pryor show skit, The Pips, where the Pips go out without Gladys Knight. <laughs> all their their all their concerts, their concerts are just vocals. singing the background vocals of all the songs. No like lead, no verses. No, they're like Midnight Train to Georgia. They're like. Leaving all on the midnight train. Woo woo! That's <laughs> pretty funny stuff, ladies and gentlemen. The pips. <laughs> but it's it's impressive to me when someone like Bowie reinvents himself over and over again, and, and is successful. successful. Yeah, it's quite impressive, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where you see similarities with him and Prince. I agree. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Yes. Yeah. Did y'all listen to his last album? Always? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. some of it. Some of it's pretty goddamn good. It is. It's yeah, just it's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. And, and actually, he looked yeah, pretty good. Yet. I really mm -hmm. need to. What's that, Mike? I said, I, I haven't gotten to do that yet. I really need to. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely worth listening to. 
He looked pretty good too. I saw the like the last picture ever taken of him. He looks good. He doesn't look like someone who's about to die. No, no, no. How, and then again, there's another similarity with Prince. They both yeah. still looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just didn't see it coming with either one. No, no I know. I'm no. so out of left field. Yeah. Now, I remember I turned the I turned the radio. I got up for work and turned the radio on. The first thing I hear, it's like at 8 o'clock in the morning, the first thing I hear when yeah. I flip my radio on, because the news, the national news comes on at the top of the hour, all of a sudden, Dave, rocker David Bowie is dead. Yeah. You know, it was like, what? what? Good morning. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, like, no, that was surreal to hear about that. Yeah, I was, like, genuinely sad. I mean, when you hear, you know, typical celebrity deaths and everything like that, it's like, well, okay, who's going to be the next one? Because they come in threes. But, yeah. with, like, with David Bowie, I was, like, genuinely sad. I'm like, God, that really... Yeah, sad. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I was yeah, so... That's how I felt with Abe Pagoda. <laughs> <laughs> that beats me. I was going to say I was suicidal when Corey Haim died. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Vagoda. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> but yeah, those are two celebrity deaths that completely floored yeah. me. But uh, yeah, Bowie back in the 70s, he could have, uh, he always could have had himself a, I think he did have himself a few cocaine overdoses back yeah. in the 70s. He did at least one. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he, he did mounds. Oh yeah, he was Tony Montana, man. He was getting weird from what I understand. During the the thin white Duke period, like when he did like Golden Years, Station oh, that to Station, song. that's I love that song. He doesn't remember doing Station to Station, the album. <laughs> that's never a good sign, man. When an entire album kind of slips your mind. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Is that me? That was mine. I love that album. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. That was, um. I was, that reminds me, I was reading uh, Steven Tyler's autobiography from Aerosmith. There's some drugs, man. Oh, my goodness. Sometime in the 90s, there was some old tune that they did, uh, some slower song on, like, one of their older albums. And, and they were, him and Joe Perry were riding together, and he said, that's a cool tune. He's like, we should, we should record that. We should re-record that or something. Oh and I'm serious. And Joe Perry looked at him, he's like, that's us, you freaking idiot! <laughs> oh, oh my god, he's dead serious. Oh wow! I remember seeing a Geraldo one time, and Geraldo said that he was staying over at some house, and Mick Jagger and Bowie were in bed together. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, "Of course they were! Who does that shock? Who the hell does that well, shock?" That was his, his wife. Is that what it was? Said that, or she found the two in bed together? Angie, yeah, Angela okay. Bowie okay. said that. It was on the it was on the Joan Rivers show. Was it? Because I've seen footage of it. Because Howard Stern was the first guest. Really? Angie Bowie was the second, and Howard Stern was still out there. Was still out there. And okay. and, and yeah, and and Angie says just flippantly like, "Oh yeah, I caught, I saw, found them in bed once together when I came home," and the whole crowd is like, "What? What?" And just. And she's like, oh, and, and then she just tries to blow it off. And Howard Stern grabs her and he's like, no, 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 Angie, Angie, Angie. He's like, no, come on, we want to hear more about this. Yeah, seriously, details. Howard's just like egging her on. Yeah, fine. It, it's, it was from the Joan Rivers show. Yeah. Wow. 
What in God's name were you doing watching the Joan Rivers show? <laughs> no, I saw it just a few years ago on a clip on YouTube, I think it was. Okay. Because I was reading an article about it somewhere. And I, bet, had, I, I bet she wasn't even surprised. I bet it was like, yeah, you crazy no. kids. Well, the, well, that story, that rumor, that story, whatever, spawned, I don't know if it was a book first, but I know it was definitely a movie, The Velvet Goldmine. Velvet Goldmine. With, uh... Ricky Schroeder in that one? Abe Pagoda? The Batman guy. Adam good, West? No, the good Batman. Michael Keaton? Batman Begins, Batman. Christian, Christian Bale? That guy. And, uh, <laughs> the one who beat up his mom? Race, Reese, Reese. Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> no. The guy. He played. That's so terrible, I cannot remember these names. Played uh, King Henry VIII in the Tudors. Yeah, TV I don't series. know. Race. Uh, Mice? You know. It's R H Y S, however, I'm supposed to be pronouncing that. Rice Davies? Who? Jonathan Rice Davies? That guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those two were playing the parts of Bowie. Really? They weren't by name. Bowie. But it was clear that's what they were doing. That's what the the whole thing was inspired by. Okay. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. um, I forgot his name again. John something. (laughs) No, that's the Batman one. Oh, Chris Bale. He was he was a reporter. The mom beater. So he didn't he didn't play Bowie or Jonathan Reese Myers. That's who it was, right? Plays um, I think was the Bowie character, and then somebody else was the Mick Jagger character. Oh wow. But yeah. But they're not by names. They were not just, by names. But it was clear like, that that's what yes, they were doing. Yes. Okay. Stories inspired by That was that's how Christian Bale got his got his Jonathan Batman Rice voice. Davies. Jonathan Rice Davies was uh um I think it was uh, the one the one in Indiana Jones that fits uh Ooh, Smith. You go first. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not him. <laughs> I think it's, it's Myers is his last name. Mm. And I know it's read something W or R Y R H Y S something like that R Y H S. It's a weird name. <laughs> Anywho, sorry. <laughs> the hell were we talking about? Ricky Schroeder and Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Anytime you run out of shit to talk about, just go to Abe Vigoda and Ricky Schroeder. Talking about Batman beating up his mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah. I heard I heard rumors about that in the media. Yeah. About him like assaulting his mom or something. I still yeah. love Christian Bale. And he did it and he did it in the Batman voice too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Full costume. <laughs> He's got that cape on. Mom, I'm just a, I've had it up to here with your shit. I don't want to keep that room. There was another phenomenal Prince album if you've listened to it. Batman. Batman, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember the bat dance. I taped that off the radio. I taped that off the local, the top 40 station out of Madison that summer of Batman in 89, the bat dance. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 89. That's exactly yeah. what I know. And uh, Jack, Nichol- Jack Nicholson cranked that music while they were doing uh, um, like the parade scene in that movie. Uh huh. They're just, cr- he was cranking it so that he could get into that. The, the Joker dancing on the... On wow. The, the song Trust. Yeah. That's cool. That. That's awesome. 
and the, the video for that, he's actually uh, Prince is actually painted up like Two Face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. Yeah. That's right. God, it's been a long time since I've seen that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and he's like the Vicky Vales come out, and he's like, and he's like crawling down in between their legs and everything, and yeah. like looking up at him and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. As all Jehovah's Witnesses do. Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn Jehovah's. They like they have to get down quite a ways to crawl underneath those dresses, though. <laughs> Hello, dearly beloved. I, I, I come here today. I don't know if it's rumor or whatever, but and Mike, maybe you know this, but I heard that Prince actually did That's that. That too. he would go door to door trying to get people to join, and that to me sounds insane. That would freak you out. God, yes, it would. It's like this is not happening. No. Where's the camera? No, you totally. You had me at Watchtower. <laughs> <laughs> like Elvis pulling people over. Pull over and giving them tickets, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, this is not even happening. You know how fast you were going, Mayor? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see your insurance and registration. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long have we been on here? Andrea? We've been on, it's 3.43 now, so at least an hour and on 15 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure we weren't going on too long. What's too long? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> five hours? We're going to do five hours. Are we going to break this up into a couple of different segments or was it just going to be all no, one it's, segment? It's all live and it's going to be archived. Okay. Once oh. I hit stop broadcast. Hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, I won't be doing any posts to this at all. Oh, okay. Nice. Without everything that wasn't Prince or Bowie, it'd only be like a five minute show. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I yeah. I suppose, yeah. I have to get an Eve Vigoda show next and Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> Ricky Schroeder and Alfonso. <laughs> Oh, well, there's all Small kinds. Small world? So many of them. There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> what was that thing called? Small world? Is that what that was called? What's the... With the, with the robot yes. girl? Yeah. Well, that was Small Wonder. Small Wonder. That was Small Wonder. Yeah. Uh, the the theme uh, song. My, my mother's cousin, a different cousin, wrote for that. Really? Get out of here. He was, uh, he was the head writer for Small Wonders. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the theme song is even hilariously bad. Because it's like you just take the most generic, like family, uh, cheesy '80s theme song you can think of, and it's like this man and woman singing together. It's like she's a small wonder. You know? uh, I vaguely remember that. Oh, it's, it's so horrible. Alf, Alf was another classic. Alf was Alf was some good bad TV. Yeah, yeah. It's like TJ <laughs> Adrian's a mad. Can't beat Adrian's mad. <laughs> and and Bill Shatner with his hairpiece. Yeah. yeah. Heather Locklear. Yep. Heather Locklear was yep. a mad. They got introduced to Heather Locklear through that show. <laughs> Adrian's a is one of those guys that even in his very peak of popularity, I was like, this guy is such a tool. <laughs> he's, he's just such an Adrian's a mad. <laughs> Bachelor Party. Yes. Grease 2. Yes, Grease 2. With Michelle Pfeiffer. 
PJ We should we should do like a, a bad well we will bad yeah. movies yeah. and bad TV yeah. shows yeah. sometime yeah. definitely because because I it just so in, much just yeah. in ideas I'm gonna have to write stuff down yeah. just to make sure I get it all yeah because there's just so much because it'd be so much harder uh, to do a good 80s TV show. I know right. <laughs> <What>? yeah because <laughs> everything's because everything's aged so horribly Christ we could spend an hour on Mr Belvedere. <laughs> I used to watch it. Bob Euchre, man. Yeah. I used to watch that show all the time. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Oh, hey. Whoa. 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 Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> Tony Danza. Yeah. Every character he's ever played has been named Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Taxi, too. You're right. Yeah. He doesn't get confused, I'm sure. So hey, oh. Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> he was in he was in the remake, the made for cable TV remake of Twelve Angry Men that they yeah, did, like, I saw the that. I, yeah. think, I think they might have changed yeah. seriously, Mike. I think uh, they might have changed his name to Tony in that one. They changed his name from juror number eight to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you, but you're gonna be Tony again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And he's always the same guy. He always plays the same villain. Oh, jeez. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That oh, guy is everything. Hey. Whoa, hey. Hey, oh. Danza. Yeah. Well, should we wrap this up before we... We probably should. Yeah. We probably should. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to get going too right, much here right, out in right. the left field. True. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. For those of you who did tune in or maybe watching this is in archives... Thanks for watching. Those 80s kids remember I'm Andy. I'm Brian. We love you. Here's Craig. And I'm Mike. See you later. Bye now.